Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Babakama daf ayin dalid. We left off on the very last line of daf ayin gimel amid beis amar abaye. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children and Lila Nishmas' mother, Golda Basimcha. Allah Shalom. Also sponsored by Daniel Sadian for the success of Klal Yisrael in these times and Atzlacha for our soldiers and for our captives. They should all return home safely. Also on behalf of for Shalema, for Rachel Basarachaya and Altka Aaron Naftali Hertz Ben Shandel, and also sponsored uh, Zecher Nishmas, our dear friend Mr. Morris Sachs, who uh, who passed away this uh, last week. His neshama shav and aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very very much for the sponsorship. So what we are uh, in the middle of discussing is the following. We had we had mentioned uh, we were discussing this the sugya of uh, of, of whether hachashas tchilas hazama machlokas between Abaye and Rava. Do we assume that hachashas tchilas hazama, which means to say that if Edom already became mukhashim, they've already been contradicted by other Edom, and then subsequently someone else came and said imanu yisem, do we still do kasha? Do we do kasha zamam to them, or do we say no? They've already been destroyed as Edom before that subsequent Edus. So that's the the, the discussion of hachashat chilas So yesterday we saw that Rav said mina aminola. What's my source for the idea that hachasha? And he quoted a brisa, and the brisa spoke about when there's some sort of conflicting edus about what a master did to his evad. That a master knocked out the evad's tooth, and he also knocked out the evad's eye, and there's some sort of conflict about which one he did first. Because whichever one he did first, the evid goes free with, and whichever one he did second, the master is going to have to pay the evid for that because he's no longer an evid, and he just uh, has to pay for the assault. So Rava had an interpretation of that brisa where it was really talking about that there was first Ahakasha, then Azaba, there were really three sets of Edim, and uh, there was a set of Edim, then there was someone else's Machish, then someone else's Mazim, and he said that brisa, and my interpretation of that brisa is my source for Akasha Tchilas Hazama. So what we're up to, we're going to start with today, is Abaye's uh, counterpoint, Abaye's interpretation of the Brisa, where he shows that that Brisa has nothing to do with Akasha Tchilas Hazama, because he's not even talking about Sholosh Kite Edim, he's talking about Shnei Kite Edim. Then the Gemara is going to have another explanation of what Rava's Raya really was from the Brisa, that the way we presented the Raya of Rava, it was from one part of the Brisa, but we have another explanation where Rava's Raya is really from a different part of that same Brisa. Then the Gemara on the very bottom of Amidal is going to say, well, wait a second, let's question a certain premise over here. The premise of the entire Brisa is that if an Adon knocks out a, uh, an Eved's eye, and his tooth that uh, the first one the Evan goes free on, and the next one the other one's going to have to pay for. Are we so sure about that? Maybe if another knocks out his Evan's eye and tooth, the Evan just goes free and the other one doesn't necessarily have to pay for that. Then the Gemara is going to bring a Raya from our Mishnah that Achasha Tchilas Hazama, and I'm basically going to be one final Raya in that Sugiva Achasha Tchilas Hazama, and then the Mishnah on Amid Beis is going to uh, start discussing cases where a Ganav is going to pay Kefel, but he's not going to pay Dalit Vahey. What would be such cases where even though he was Tavachumachar, he's not going to pay Dalit Vahey, even though he does pay Kefel on the Geneva. So let's begin bottom line of the page on Ayin Gimlam Vez Amar Abaye. So again, Ravad brought a Brisa, and the way he interpreted that Brisa, he understood that the Brisa is telling us Hakhashat Chilas Hazama. Amar Abaye, lo. He says, no, that's not what the Brisa is talking about, and that is not the din. In the case where the 
second set of Edim was hukchash um, by, by uh, uh, the first set of Edim, and then they were huzam by a third set of Edim, then there's no way you're going to have to pay anything. You're not going to do kasha zamam when you were first Edim hachasha and then became Edim hazama. The nidon in the Brisa, the case in the Brisa was that there was no third set of Edim. There were only two sets of Edim, and in fact, the Brisa only spoke about two sets of Edim. There was, an, there was a set of Edim that said, see me vihipil, that he first blinded the eye and then knocked out the guy's tooth, and then there was a cast that was mazim them. I, Rava says, Rava had asked if that's the case, if it was really only two sets of Edim, then, uh, then, then the Muzamim then the shouldn't, shouldn't have to uh, pay the Adon, the value of the entire Rava that he wanted to uh, uh, that he wanted to to, to be motzim lecherus b'sheker, so the Gemara, so Abai explains da'afchinu v'azminu. The case meaning they, if 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 really it was just that one set of Adam came and said, oh the the other knocked out the guy's eye and he knocked out the guy's tooth, and then Ede Azama came, so uh, they should have to pay the other the full price because they were trying to cost the other the entire eved. So he said, no, they weren't da'afchinu v'azminu. What happened was the second set of Adam came, they were mazim the first set of Adam by saying imanu you claim on January 1st that the Yadon knocked out the Yavad's eye and he knocked out his tooth. No, you, you were with us that whole day, January 1st. And then they said, oh, and by the way, a very similar incident happened to what you described, but not on that same day. And it wasn't exactly the same incident. That first the Adon knocked out the Yavad's tooth and then he knocked out the Eved's eye. So it turns out that the Eved is Yotze Lecherus, even according to the Ede Azama, even according to the Edim that are Mazimim. And therefore, the, uh, the, the, the initial Edim don't have to pay the entire Dmei Eved to the Adon, because they, 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 in the end, they weren't trying to cost the Adon and Eved un, un, unnecessarily. He really did have to free the Eved. The whole chilik between the two Kitos of Edim is how much the Adon is going to have to pay. That uh, according to the second set of Edim, he has to pay Dmei Ayin because uh, the second set of Edim is saying that he first knocked out the tooth and then the eye. So he actually has to pay the more expensive Dmei Ayin. According to the first set of Edim, he only has to pay Dmei Shane because he knocked out the eye first, then the tooth. So the, knocking out the eye sets him free. Knocking out the tooth is what he's going to have to actually pay for. Now the Ado knows that these second set of Edim are going to come and they're going to be him even more money. And that's why the Bryce had this funny line that Edim come and say, this Ado knocked out the Eved's eye and he knocked out the Eved's tooth. And the guy's like, yes, I'm so happy that the Noach Lo, he's happy with that Edus. Why is he happy with the Edus? Abayi says, because he knows what's coming. He knows when the other shoe drops. He's gonna, the, the, the next set of Edus is going to say that he knocked out his tooth and then his eye and then he's going to have to pay more money. That's how we explain the Brisa, says Abaye. So, uh, says Nor Mimai, how does Abaye know that that's what the Brisa means, that the second set of Edim are not only Mazim, the first set of Edim, but they also give an Edus that's Hafuch, where they just totally switch around which one happened first. So, says Abaye, because me the because the safe of the Brisa can only be explained in such a way where they flip it around and therefore the, the Resha must must also be explained in such a way where it's flipped around. Why? What does it say in the Seifa where it can only be explained in such a way? The Katani Seifa, the Seifa of that very Brisa says that if Edom come and say, we are made about this guy, Shehipil as Shein Avdo, that he knocked out the Evid's tooth 
first, and then v'simayaseinu. So the first set of Edom was trying to be the same for the Brisa says where the first set of Edom is trying to be mechayev the adon the most amount of money, right? That they knocked out the tooth first, and then and then the eye shareya evet omer and then the sefer says, and the evet's happy about that because that that's going to earn the the, the other one's not going to be happy about that order because uh, it's going to cost the other more money. The evet's going to be happy about that. And then Vinim Zomin, and then oh, those Adam turn out to be Zomin Mishalmin to make Ayin Larav. They pay the value of the eye to the Adon because they were trying to unjustly cost the Adon the Dmei Ayin. Sabai says, well, hechidami, what exactly is the case? If the second set of Edom, the Mazimim, are not moda at all, that the Adon never did anything to the Evet, they're just saying, Imanu Yisim B'makomploni, you know, <clears throat> on that day. So that can't be the case, because then why do the uh, do the, uh, the initial Edom pay the Adon only the Demeayin? Demeikuli Evet, the Rabbi Yishlumile. They should have to pay the entire value of the Evet. That's what they were lying about. They lied about the whole incident. So really, the Evet should never have gone free. <coughs> and therefore, they should have to pay the full value of the Evet to the Adon. Ah, oh, so that can't be. Elapshita de Kamodukula it must be that in the Seifa, the second set of Edom also agrees that there was an incident where the Adon did something to the Eved. But, but the second set of Edom, who were Mazen, the first set of Edom said, And then they said, but on another day, there was a very similar Misa that happened where the Adon was first blinded the Eved's eye and then was Mapilashino. And therefore, the Eved goes from the blinding of the eye, even according to the second set of Edom. So the first set of Edom, who became Edom's omen, will not have to reimburse the Adon for the Demea Eved because uh, they were not unjustly trying to cost the Adon the Dmei Eved. They only have to reimburse the Dmei Ha'ayin, because that's what they were trying to unjustly cost him. Or I guess the difference between the Dmei Ha'ayin and the Dmei Ha'shein. So if a Shein costs uh, $100 and an Ayin costs $1,000, so are going to have to pay back $900. So it turns out that since in the Seifa it has to be talking about where the second set of Edom is not only mazim the first set of Edom, but also flips around what the first set of Edom said, meaning they agree that there was an incident and they flip it around. So that must be what's going on in the Reisha as well, that there are two sets of Edom and the second set of Edom is mazim the first set of Edom, but also flips it around. Unlike Rava, who understood that the Reisha of the, of the Bryce was talking about where there was Shalosh Kite Edom and the, uh, the, the Edom Ayim Tzayim, the middle set of Edom, were Hukchash by the Edom, Edom Rishonim, so there's no raya from the Brisa to uh, to Rava that a chashas tchilas hazama. That's Abayi's whole point that uh, you cannot bring a raya from this Brisa that a chashas tchilas hazama because we're not talking about a case where the same set of Edim were hukchash and then huzam. It's talking about where there was a grand total of two sets of Edim. So the Gemara explains uh, the Brisa according to Shita Sabaye. The Hechidami. What's the Brisa talking about according to Abaye that uh, that there were t- only meaning how, how are you can explain the details of according to Abaye? If the second set was made at a later date, meaning the first set was made that this whole Misa happened where the Adon and the Evet had this whole incident was on, let's say, Sunday. And then the second set of Edom come and say that it happened on Monday and it happened in the reverse from the way you said it, right? Both in the Reisha and the Seifa, according to Abayi, that's what's going on, that the second set of Edom is saying, an incident, you, you are testifying about something you don't know anything about because Yimano Yisem. An, an incident did happen, but it happened at a different date. 
if the different date is a later day, an incident did happen, but it happened the next day, well then Well then those original items should still have to pay the full value of the Eved to the Adon. Because on the day that they're saying it happened, the Adon didn't owe the Eved anything yet. Because the incident hadn't happened yet. So the Eved was not entitled to go free yet. That when the first set of Edom was made, that it was on Sunday that the Adon was mapil the Shane of the Eved, and they were saying, oh, and therefore the Eved goes free with that. The, the Adon at that point did not have to set the Eved free. It was only on Monday that that happened. So when you're Muslim them, so it's a uh, they're being motzi. It turns out that they were being motzi the eved lecherus b'sheker. So uh, they should be chayiv midin kasher zamam to pay the full value of the eved, and not only the uh, the demeha ayin. If that's in fact what's happening, Rabbi Kivager points out in the Gilgul Nashas that really it shouldn't be tali on when the edim. Uh, are made if they're made on the Zman Shalafnea Maisa or they're made on the Zman Shalachara Maisa, it should be totally on the Zman that they were Omid based in and, and made if they were made after it was the, the, the Maisa already happened in Mitzios. Meaning, w- w- the, way, the way the Gemara sounds like it's saying it is that if, if uh, the first set of Edim was made that this, uh, this, this uh, event happened on Sunday and the second set of Edim said, no, this event happened on Monday, well, when are they coming to court and saying all this. Meaning, if the first set of Edom came on Tuesday and said this event happened on Sunday, were they really trying to be Mechaev the master something that he didn't know? He already owed it. Monday, he already owed it because it really happened on, on Monday. So Ruki Vega says that that, that you know, that that, that wouldn't, shouldn't be the case in the Gemara. The case should be that they testified their initial, what happened was uh, on Monday, a first set of Edom came to court and said, you're not going to believe what happened yesterday on Sunday, that uh, this master knocked out the evidence. Then on, then, then on Tuesday, he actually knocked out his tooth. And then on Wednesday, the second set of Edom came and said, that it would have to work out that way, says Rabbi Vegar. So Ella, anyway, so Ella, now the case must be, says the Brisa, that the second set of Edom are moda, that the Misa had already happened before the first set of Edom came. And that's why he doesn't have to pay the full value of the Eved to the master. The Idolo Ahmad Bedin, so says Mar, but if we're talking about that before the uh, the 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 first Adam testified, the Adon was not omid Bedin with the Eved to be that the Eved was not uh, Tovea from the Adon that you owe me my freedom because of this event that happened. They never actually had it in Torah. Well then Well then these Adam should still have to pay the full value of the Eved. Because when it comes to freeing an Eved, when you're Mapil Sheno, when you're Mapil Shein or Ayin, the other one is only Chayiv in the Shikh or Eved when there's an Amid Bedin, because it's a Knas, and, and uh, you're not Chayiv in a Knas until there's Amad Bedin. The way Rashi learns it over here, you don't know that you're ever going to be Chayiv in this Knas, because the Allah is Modab Knas. Potter. So if the other knocks out the Evet's tooth on uh, you know on Sunday morning and uh, the Evet's like oh Monday's a based in day I'm going to take it a based and I'm going to go free so Sunday afternoon the other one says I admit it right so that's it now he's not going to have to set him free he's a mother because he's going to be Potter. So if there was never a mother bedin when Adam are testifying that this other knocked out the Evet's tooth they're not necessarily costing the other anything so uh, there's not going to they're, they're not trying to uh, to be meshachrer uh, the Evet necessarily that's how Rashi learns that. It's all based on Moda B'Knas Pater. Uh, Tosos in Dibra Maschal Dakati says, it's nothing to do with Moda B'Knas. Even the Madiyam Moda B'Knas, where Achar Kachba Uedim is going to be Chayiv, but Linyan Knas, Kozman Shalo 
Omed Bedin, it's not considered a Bar Chiyuva. Meaning, the Chiyuva the, the, the of, a, of, a, of, a, of when, when I steal money from somebody, so I owe him the money as soon as I steal the money. If I damage somebody, I owe him the money as soon as I damage him. Okay, you can't force me to pay, maybe until you bring me to Bezdin, but, but I owe the money like right away as soon as I do the crime. But when it comes to a Knas, I actually don't owe the money as soon as I do the crime. The, the actual Chov only begins at the Hamad Bedin. So that's how Tosos learns that. It's not about the fact that Modab is Potter. Because even if you hold Modab Knas for Achar Edim is going to be Chayiv, the fact, if you haven't had a Hamad Bedin, he doesn't know anything yet. Akati Gavralom Chayiv means he's really not Chayiv. So Ella the Ahmad Bedin. So it must be that the Bryce is talking about a case that the Evan and the Adon already had a Hamad Bedin over the two limbs that the Adon had knocked out from this Evan. And therefore, Bezdin was already Mechayiv the Adon to be Meshachrer the Evan. And to pay for the second limb, whichever one was uh, was first, the Evan goes free with, and the second one to pay for. And then uh, the Adon, uh, so that, that takes away any opportunity for the Adon to be Modab too late. Bezin was already Mechayev you. So Modab at that point is not going to potter the Adon. But what happened? The Adon ran away together with the Evan. He grabbed the Evan and ran away to a different city. And now the Evan is Toveya, the Adon, in the Bezin of the city that they ran away to. Uh, to and and what he's being toveya the other for is that, that we should be mekayim the psak din of the based din in our home city and therefore you need to set me free and you need to pay me for the second of the two limbs that you damaged so the first set of edim comes and is made that this that in fact there was a hamad bedin in another city and then a second set of edim this is all explaining the price that a second set of edim comes and is mazin them no you can't testify that there was a hamad bedin in another city you don't know anything about what happened in the other city because you were with us somewhere else. And then they said, but there was a Ahmad Abedin in another city just on a different day uh, that it happened. So there, so the whole thing is about Ahmad Abedin. And therefore, the Edim Mahamuzam don't have to pay the Adon the entire value of the Eved because it was already a Psakdin that, uh, that he was Yotze Lecherus and the Adon uh, was holding on to the Eved, Shalokadin. The Adon was not, uh, the first set of Edim was not being Mechaev the Adon to free the Eved uh, unjustly. It was justly. He really did, uh, should have uh, had to free the, the Eved. So that must be how Abaye learns this Brisa. So now the Gemara says, okay, but uh, Rava learned that the Brisa somehow was a raya to Hakhash Atchilas Azama, which means that it has to be talking about Shalosh Kite Eidim, that there are three sets of Eidim, because first you have to have Hakhasha, that requires that there be two sets of Eidim, and then on top of that you have Eidus Hazama. So the Gemara says, Amrle Rava. Where is Rava Medaik? Where in the Brisa is Rava Medaik his idea that Achasha is Tchilas Hazama? Which part of the Brisa was he Medaik from? If you want to say, like we said yesterday, that he was Medaik from the Reisha, the Brisa, that uh, some have three, three sets of Adim, that the first set of Adim, who said Shino, then Eino, who said Tooth, then I, were Makhish, the second set of Adim who said eye and then tooth and then a third set of Edim came uh, and was Mazin the second set of Edim and the Bryce says that the second set of Edim has to pay the Dmei Ha'ayin Le'evet so you see that even though they were Hukkash already and only then they became Huzam they still have to pay for what they were unjustly trying to uh, to cost the guy well Reisha Mika Mishachshi Mitziai in the Reisha is the second cast really Hukkash by the, uh, the, 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 to the point that their Eidos became Batel, 
Kibun di lomi tazmi, in the case of the Reisha, if the second cast were not muzam, even though they were hukash from the, from the first cast, sadusa kavsayu kakaima, we would have done whatever they said, meaning even at the point of hakasha, where the first set of Edom and the second set of Edom disagree with each other about which came first, the Shein or the Ayin, we just would have done exactly what the second set of Edom said. Why? Because they're the set of Edom that said that he knocked out the eye and then the tooth. And let's say a tooth costs $100, so they were saying he's got to pay $100. The first set of Edom said it was the tooth and the eye, which means he has to pay $1,000 for the eye. So everyone agrees he's got to pay at least $100. So we would have just done exactly what the second set of Edom said anyway. The, the Dina Kavasai in terms of Pesach Halacha, not because I believe them, but because everyone says he owes at least $100, so uh, for sure he would have had to do, we, we would have had to be him at least that amount of money. Because included in what they're saying, uh, in, in what the first set of Edom is saying, he the, the master owes, uh, the second set of Edom is also saying, is what the second set of Edom is saying the master owes. So it's really the first set of Edom who are Mechaev the Dmei that are hukhash. They're the ones that we're not listening to. But but the second set of Edom are only trying to be Mechaev the Dmei Shein. We're not being machish them. We're actually doing exactly what they say. So, uh, so but in case where two Edom say that let's say someone killed somebody and two other people say, no he didn't. So that's Edus HaChasha. And then uh, you have Hazama, Imanu Ayisem. So maybe, uh, maybe HaChasha's loved Chilas Hazama. Maybe in that case, we would say that uh, we can't do kasha zama because it was already hukhash. What's unique about the case of the Brisa is that even at the point of hakasha, we're not rejecting their edus. We're doing exactly what the what the edus said. So that's still open to hazama since we never reject the edus. But in a classic case of hakasha where we do reject their edus, maybe then there's no possibility of hazama anymore in the uh, in the, in the future. Meaning essentially, the Gemara initially thought that it actually is a hakasha because they're being made two different things. You said I, I say tooth. And those are two different things. But in the end of the day, the Gemara says, it's not about an eye and it's not about a tooth. It's about money. And money is, you know, it's just a matter of how much. So you said a thousand, I say a hundred. So at the end of the day, uh, we're doing exactly what I said. Not, 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 you know, it's not about a tooth. It's not about an eye. It's about money. So the Gemara answers, Amalei, Sarav Ashi, says Sarav you're right. The diuk of Rava Hazama is not from the Reisha. It can't be because in the Reisha we're not actually makchish the second set of Edim. Rava kitos. But since the Reisha must be talking about a case where there are shalosh kitos seifanami b'shalosh, the seifa must also be talking about a case where it's three sets of Edim v'dayik miseifa. And his real diuk of Hazama is from the seifa. What did it say in the seifa? Miidanuus is that he was knocked out the Evet's tooth and then he knocked out the eye. And the Evid is super happy about that because that means that he owes the Evid the, the Dmei Ayin, which is more expensive. And then they turn out to be Zomin, so you pay the Dmei Ayin to the, to the master. What's really happening? What happened was two people came and were made. That first it was the tooth, then the eye, so the Adon owes the Dmei Ayin. And we had a Gemardin that the, uh, the, the Adon owes the Dmei Ayin, not only does he have to free the Evid, he owes the Dmei Ayin. 
Vasu betreachrini, and then another set of Edom came va'amri, and they said that Simeus eno vihipelashino, that he got the story backwards, that he first knocked out the eye, and then he knocked out the tooth, and therefore the Adon only owes the value of the tooth to kamachshilulani kamai. Now that's really being machish, the, the first set of Edom. That first set of Edom, what they said, which is that the Adon's going to have to pay the Demeayin, is not going to happen. They are hukkash, because the second set of Edom said, no, they only have to pay the Demei, the Adon only has to pay the Demei Shein. And then a third set of Edom comes and says about the first set of Edom that Imano Yisem, Venim Zomen Kamai, that first set of Edom turns out to be Edom Zomen. Ooh, so now, Mesham Demei Ayin the Rav. And the Bryce is still saying that they owe the Rav, the Demei Ayin, the value of the, uh, of the of the eye, because that's what they were trying to unjustly cost him. But if Hachasha is not the beginning of Hazama, Amai Mishalmi, why would they have to pay? They're ready hukhash. Elosh Mamina Hashashazamihi. That's Rabbi Zraya, that Hashashazamah, that they're still eligible for Azamah, even though they're ready hukhash. Rabbi will say to you, this Seif is not talking about three sets of Edim. I get why in the Reisha you wanted to say that it was talking about three sets of Edim, because Sharei Katani Harav Omer came. Because in the Reisha we had that funny line where the master was super happy that someone came and testified that he knocked out his, uh, his Eved's eye and tooth. Why would he be happy that someone testified that he knocked out his Eved's eye and tooth? It must be because someone else had testified that he knocked out the Eved's tooth and eye. And then, uh, and then there's Azam. So in the Reisha you have a Hechrich to say that, uh, that, that, that there are three sets of Edim. El Asef Alamali, Shalosh Kitos. But in the Sefer there's no Hechrich to say that there's three sets of Edim. So Sharia Eved Omer came because uh, the fact that the Eved is happy uh, is, is not an indication of a third set of Edim. Eved Koldu Humeimer Amar Denichalei Denefekulcheir I don't care what order you say it in. The Evan's going to be happy when someone comes to Basin and says that the other knocked out his tooth and eye or eye and tooth. Either way, the Evan's going to be happy because either way, the Evan goes free. So there's no, there's no inherent problem in the Seifa that forces you to, to, to add a third set of Edim that the Bryce never explicitly spoke about. Right? Meaning that was the great Chiddush of Rava. The Bryce only mentioned two sets of Edim, but Rava said the ratio makes no sense about two sets of Edim. It must be talking about three sets of Edim. Well, the Seifa does make sense when it's talking about two sets of Edom. You don't need to add a third set of Edom into the Sefer. It's just that Rav said, well, if the Reish is talking about three sets of Edom, the Sefer must also be talking about three sets of Edom. So Abayi says, even if I'll grant you, which I don't, Abayi says, but even if I'll grant you that the Reisha of the Brisa is talking about three sets of Edom, that does not necessarily mean the Sefer is talking about three sets of, uh, of Edom. So now the Gemara says, okay, let's back up a step. And, uh, and you know, the, 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 that was all confusing, but let's go to the, something very simple. One thing we've been taking for granted in this whole discussion is that if the other knocks out the Evet's tooth and eye, or eye and tooth, that for one of those things, the Evet goes free, and the other one, the master's going to have to pay for it. How do we know that that's true? Masvar Abzeira, Abzeira asks, Shidim Gretzis points out that uh, um, it's a little bit strange. You, you, you only do a maskif on a, an Amora. Uh, we don't have the chutzpah to do maskif. Maskif means that I'm challenging to the point of uh, wanting to reject. Uh, we can't do that on a brysa. So it's a, we wouldn't have a lashon of maskif normally on a brysa. So it's a little bit of an unusual lashon. But anyway, maskif Rabbi Rabbi challenges the whole premise of this brysa. Ema simes eno nepuk be'eno. Maybe the halach is, Inak ar eye, he goes free because of the eye. Hipe lashino, napik peshino. Inak ar tooth, he goes free because of the tooth. 
Maybe though, Simeus Eino Vihipilashino, Nebubino Vishino. Maybe if you're not eye and tooth, all he does is he goes free. Maybe there's no additional tashlumen, there's no additional payment. How do I know that, I mean, the whole Indian in the Brysa, the whole issue was, which happened first? Because the second one you're going to have to pay for. Who says you have to pay for the second one? Maybe the Abba just goes free with when you knock out both things. No, that's why the Pasuk says, Tachas Eino, to teach me, below Tachas Eino Vishino, that the Abba goes free, Tachas Eino, but na tachas eno v'shino, tachashino v'lo tachashino v'eno, and he goes free tachashino, but na tachashino v'eno, meaning each one independently is what the other goes free for, and then anything that happens after that, the other one is going to have to pay for. So now the Gemara says, okay, back to this topic of hachashat chilas hazama. Do we hold hachashat chilas hazama or not? Maybe we have a raya from our Mishnah. Forget the brayso that we spent all of Amar Alifan. Amar Avida Baravin Afana Nami Tanina. We can bring a raya like that that Ravas. Correct that Achasha is Tchila Sazama from our Mishnah and Dafayin Beis and Beis. Why? What did the Mishnah say? Uh, the same set of Adam said that you stole an animal and that you then shechted or sold it. And that set of Adam turned out to be Adam Zomin. So those Adam Zomin are going to have to pay the full Dalit Vehei. So my love, isn't the case talking about the Idwala Geneva that they, they were made? About the Gneva, and then later they were made about the Shechita, and and then they became Edim Zomin on the Gneva first, and then and then later they became Edim Zomin on the Tvicha. But wait a second. As soon as they, they became Huzam on the Gneva, and now their testimony that this guy had stolen was invalid testimony, so then the testimony about the Tvicha should fall away automatically. It's hukchash because the, uh, the testimony about tvichas we keep on saying over and over again is not just that someone shechted something because there's nothing wrong with someone shechting an animal. The point is that he shechted an animal that didn't belong to him. But if they're huzam on the Geneva, we don't believe that it's stolen an animal, so automatically the, the edus on the tvicha fall, falls away. So uh, therefore, it should no longer be subject to hazama. And yet, and yet it still is subject to hazama. They're going to have to pay the full dalit vei. But if you hold that hachasha is not and then once you're mukhash, you're no longer eligible to become Edim Zomimin, well then why do they have to pay the full Dalit Vehei? So it's a riot from our Mishnah that hachasha is Again, hachasha means that even though the Edim have already been mukhash, they could still be Huzam. They could still, uh, you could still turn them into Edim Zomimin. And that's what the Mishnah seems to be saying. That even though the edus uh, on the tvicha was already hukchash, but uh, when when it's later huzam, they're going to have to pay the dalit vehei. So it says Mar, no, it's not a raya at all because you got the case wrong. Amri hachamay eskino. Now Mishnah is talking about a case. They first became edim zomin on the tvicha before they were ever the the edus on the tvicha was ever hukchash, and then. They uh, so for that they're already going to be chayiv beis v'gimel right uh, the the extra uh, for the for the tvicha and then they became huzam on the geneva and for that they're going to have to pay the kefel so altogether they're going to pay the dalit vehei because when they're huzam on the tvicha nothing happens to the edus on the geneva the edus on the geneva still stands. Right, so then they could become Huzam on the Geneva as well, and they're going to have to pay the Dalve. Ubiplukta says this machlokas, Abay and Rava, about Achash Tchilas Hazama, is really an earlier machlokas between Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Lazar. And it's much more explicit, right? The case is 
Edim that testify that someone killed somebody, right? Reuven killed Shimon. Shahuchshu. And then another set of Edim come and said, No, Reuven did not kill Shimon. And then a third set of Edim came and said, uh, You couldn't possibly know that Reuven killed Shimon because he manu yisim b'makomploni, you know, on a different on that same day. So Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Lazar, Chadam and Neiragin, Chadam and Neiragin. Do we do kasher zamam to that original set of Edim? So that's a machlokas. Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Lazar, one says yes, we do kasher zamam, even though they've already been hukchash. Because apparently, hazama. So uh, even though you've already been hukhash, you can still be subject to hazama. And the other one says, no, once they've been hukhash, then you can't do kashu zamam anymore. You can't kill them anymore. So who says what? It doesn't say. It just says, Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Lazar, one says Nairagan, one says Einairagan. So it says, we could figure it out. Tistayim, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar must be the one that says, Einairagan, that once they're hukhash, they're no longer subject to hazama. Why? If you have Edim that were made that, uh, about a guy that is Chayv Misa, and they were Hukchash, they were not Huzam, they were Hukchash, Lokin. They get Malkus because they violated the Isra Daraisa, the Losase of Losanav Reacha Eid Sheker. So they get, uh, they get Malkus for that. Rashi points out, even though it's a Lav She'in Bo Misa, normally the rule is Lav She'in Bo Misa in Lokin Alav, but by Yed Zomim, there's a special limud of Yitzdikwa Satsadik that you're Machayv Malkus. So uh, they're Machayv Malkus for false testimony. But Vishal Kadaitach but if Rablazu is going to say that if they later became Huzam, they are they still might get killed if they later become Huzam. Am I Lokin? Well, then why would they get Malkus now at the point of Hachasha? Havle Lav Shenitan Lasaros Mises Beisdin. This the false testimony is a losa say that could sometimes lead to Mises Beisdin. Now, granted, uh, we don't know that it will because they haven't been Huzam yet. But that's the rule. Kol lav shenitan lasars misas pezin. Any love that sometimes will get you killed, ain't lokin a love that you're not going to get malchus for. A love shmamina reblazer who da amar ain't neragin. Must be that reblazer holds that no, once they're hukhash, it can never then lead to hazama. It can never then lead to them getting killed. And that's why we're going to give them malchus right now. So to stayim. So now we know that that in fact is the sheet of reblazer. Tosus raises the question that the whole gemara is mashma that you don't get malchus and the love shenitan lasars misas is based in even in the case where you where 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 uh uh, the, if, if, in, in that situation uh, that you did the Avera, it's not going to lead to a Chi of Misa, like uh, if they're Master Lamalkus for Lola Misa. So uh, I understand, if these guys would become Hazama without Hachasha, they would have gotten killed. So then shouldn't they not, isn't it still a, a Lav Shanitin Lassar's Misa Basin? You know, tell us ask is, what's the definition of Lav Shanitin Lassar's Misa Basin? Does it mean that there's still the possibility that these people will get killed for what they're doing? Or does Lavshin mean that the crime that they're doing sometimes lands you dead in the end? Right? I mean, the crime that you, when you testify falsely, sometimes you end up dead, right? Because if it turns out you were testifying that Reuven killed Shimon and then you become Adam Zomman, you'll end up dead for testifying falsely. In this case, where you're, you're, you've been hukhash, you can no longer end up dead, but that's not the definition of Lavshinitel Nasaris Mises Bezin. Lavshinitel Nasaris Mises Bezin means someone who does this crime will sometimes end up dead. 
So Tosus writes that the love of Osana is different than other lavin, since by the, there's a limud miyucha, there's a special limud that Losana that you get malchus from Vahayim bin Akosa Rasha. The Gemara Masechus Malchus says so. The Torah is being mechadesh that we get malchus for Eidus Sheker when it doesn't lead to actual chiyuv misa, meaning when 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 this particular Eidus doesn't lead to chiyuv misa. Meaning essentially, Tosus says in a chinami, means that this avera will sometimes land the person dead, even though in this case it will not land the person dead. But when it comes to Eidus Sheker, Lavshin Yitzhak Saras Mises Basin takes on a different definition. It has to mean that in this case uh, it, 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 could, it could land the person dead, and if in this case it can't, then, uh, then, then, uh, then he'll get Malkus. So the Gemara goes back to explain the Sheet of Reb Lazar that Eidim that already Hukhash get Malkus. Lokin, why should they get Malkus? Trey, trey, and who? Meaning when it's Eidus HaChasha, it's, it's just two against two. So why would you punish? You don't know who the liars are. So why is anybody getting Malkus? My Chasitz Smoch Ahani, meaning, isn't that the whole Chiddush Vedim Zomim? Is that we believe the second over the first, but normally uh, we don't know who to believe. So I'm Rabbi Bibahar Baragov. No, no, we know who to believe over here. Because uh, the first set of Vedim said, Ruven killed Shimon. Second set of Vedim said, I don't think Ruven killed Shimon uh, because Shimon's here. So uh, and Shimon walks into court. So now we're pretty sure that uh, that the first set of Vedim are, are the uh, are the liars, and then you know that you can give them uh, that you can give them Malkus. Okay, new Mishnah now. So the Mishnah. Is going to talk about cases that Ganov pays Kefel, but not Dalit Vehe. Ganov al Pishnaim. He's a guy steals based on uh, two witnesses testified that he stole. But only one witness says that he then shechted or sold the animal. Or he himself admits that he shechted or sold the animal. So he pays Kefel for the Gneva. But he doesn't pay for the Tvicha and the Mechira because uh, there was no Shneidim about the Tvicha. And uh, the reason is because if uh, an Eid Echad was made, an Eid Echad can never be Mechayev Mamon. So if he's Moda, he'd be a Moda B'Kanas and he's Potter. And Tashlumi Arba is a Kanas. So he can still get out of the Kanas. He can just be Moda. So, so that's the case of the, of the guy being Moda. Ricky Vegar just points out, an Eid Echad, you're right, is not Mechayev Mamon, but an Eid Echad is Mechayev Shavua. So does this actually work out? We're saying that he's going to be potter from Dalit Vahey. Why? Because it's only an Eid Echad that testified that he was Tavach Machar. What would happen if an Eid Echad came and said he was Tavach Machar? An Eid Echad would be Mechaivim to take a Shavuah. So Bezim would say, okay, you, the fellow who just stole something, we need you to take a Shavuah that, uh, that you didn't uh, shecht it. We would never let such a guy take a shvur. He's a, he's he's chashu to be to take a shvur shaker because he's a ganav. So we would never take a, let, let such a person take a shvur. So play it out, says Rabbi Kivager. What happens if a guy's chayiv a shvur and he can't take a shvur? So we're just we just move the shvur to connecto to the toveya. So the toveya would say, I think I, I'm taking a shvur that you uh, that you shechted or sold it. And then what would happen? Then he'd be chayiv dalad vehei, meaning that shvur would be mechayiv the guy dalad vehei. So Mikivegu says, how come the Mishnah is telling me that if it's ganav al pishnei edim and tavach umachar al pied echad that he's part from the dalad vehei? No, play it out. He's actually going to be chayiv dalad as long as the other guy's willing to to take a shvur. So Mikivegu says, based on the Tosos, that an ed echad is not mechayiv a shvur in a knas. Um, the, the, because uh, um, if the uh, if if the the nitva wanted to pay and not to take a shvur, he'd be potter. He didn't mold the knas. So an elechol is never mechayiv shvur in knas. An elechol is only mechayiv shvur in mamon, not in knas. And therefore the kasha doesn't uh, doesn't begin. Okay, says the mission fighter. Ganav tavach b'shabbos. If a guy stole stole an animal whenever he stole it, and then he shechted it on Shabbos, 
or Ganav, he stole it, and then Vitavach Zara, and then he shechted it for Avodazara, or Ganav, so in both of those cases, he's Chayv Misa on the Tvicha, and that's why he's going to be part of from the Dalvei. Ganav Mishal Aviv, Umeis Aviv, he stole from his father, then his father died, Vachar Kach Tavach Machar, and then he shechted or sold the animal after the father died. So by the time he shechted or sold it, it was partially his already, because he's one of the Yorshim of his father. Or Ganav Hiktish, he stole the animal and he was Maktish it as a carbon in a, in a way that the Hektish could be Chal, meaning the Bailam already had Yeyush, so there's Hektish, so, uh, so when he was Maktish it's a Yeyush and a Shina Rishul, so the Hektish is actually Chal, Vachar Kach Tavachumachar, and then he either shechted it or uh, sold it, but it doesn't belong to the Bailam anymore by the time he shechted it or sold it. So in all those cases, Mesham Tashumi Kefal, you pay the Kefal for the Geneva, but then Mesham Tashumi Abravachamisha, you're not going to pay Dalavahei for the Tvicha Mechira, because when you Tavach, uh, again, on Shabbos or Lavodazara, it's Kamle Bidrab Minei. Uh, so, uh, and when you're, you, when, you, when you're Tavach, that which you stole from your father, but the father has since died, you're, you're a part owner. So it's not the Tavach Kulo. It's not uh, entirely something that's not yours. And when it comes to Hagdish, it no longer belongs to the owner. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Kachim Shchai Vachriyusam, if you stole or... Uh, or, or destroyed, um, it, meaning if, if you have um, a kachim that the bailim would be chayiv to replace if they get stolen or lost, meaning it's a case where the lashon of the of neder was haray alai karban, it's not about the behemoth, it's about me being responsible for a karban, well then mishayim tashumi abravachamisha. Then the ganim is going to have to pay dalvei when he shechts it. But v'shein chayiv vachriyusim, if it's a kind of hegdish that the bailim would not be chayiv because he said haray zu karban, he didn't say haray alai, then patzah, then the ganim is not going to have to pay the dalvei. So we said al-piyeh The first case of the Mishnah was that uh, only one aid testified that you shechted it. Well, pshita, obviously one aid can't be mechaev you anything, even though Rabbi Kiv came up with the whole kasha. But the Gemara says, pshita, obviously one aid can't be mechaev you anything. So Amri Hakamashwa, now this is the Chiddush, al-piyatzmo dumyot al-piyeh that we're associating the case of the guy being moda that he was tavach to the case of eid echad being meyed that he was tavach. Mal piyeh just like the tour that's al-piyeh ki asi um, just like if you have one aid that testified that he shechted if another aid were to walk into Beisdin and also testify that he shechted the two aidim would be would combine with each other and be chayiv so the same is true when he was moda al piatzmo and he's pater ki asu aidim chayiv when aidim were to come afterwards he's going to be chayiv even though he was already moda why? because this is teaching me not to say like Ravunam Rav says that if a guy is Modabaknas and then Aidim come and testify, he's going to be Pater. Our mission is teaching me that no, just like Al Echad, if another aid comes and creates the requisite amount of Aidos that you need, it's going to be Machai of him. So too, if he was already Moda and then you have Shnei Aidim come, that also is going to be Machai of him. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up at the two dots at Gufa.